we all get dealt a hand. And the reality is, is that is your hand. That is the hand that you get to play this game called life with. And, you know, what is really cool about the hand that you get dealt is it is your hand and you get to make the most of it. And the only way that you can lose in the game of life is if you quit. Welcome to The Champion Life with Kurt Tucker. My purpose is to love, encourage, and empower you to become the champion leader God created you to be and live what I like to call the champion life. A life of abundance, freedom, and victory where you, my friend, are winning in every area of your life. Your faith, your family, your fitness, and your finances. I'm your host, Kurt Tucker. Let's have some fun. What's up, friends? My name is Kurt Tucker. Welcome to the Champion Life Podcast. I can't tell you how excited I am to have you as a part of this. This has been something that I've been working on for literally years and finally had the courage to get this thing started. And one of the things that I want to share today about is courage. You know, I theme this first episode, what I like to say, one day at Subway, because it's that one day at Subway that absolutely changed my life forever. And so what I want to do is I want to first share with you real quick, as you probably already know, if you've read anything about this podcast, why does this podcast exist? It exists for one reason, and that is to help you live and create your champion life. And what I mean by that, and I've said this many different times, is that you know I believe that so many times we're living in fear, scarcity, you know, we're experiencing failures, all these different things. And what I have been able to learn in the last 15 years is how to create a life of what I like to call abundance and freedom and victory, where I'm now winning in every single area of my life. And I have the passion, the purpose, if you will, to help others come along with me and enjoy this. So I want to share with you in this first episode a little bit of my backstory, a little bit of like who I am and what I'm about, what I stand for, because here's the deal is I understand that not everybody's going to like me. All right. I hope that you do. But the reality is, is not everybody's going to like me. Not everybody's going to like you. Right. But I do believe that we are here on this earth for a reason, for a purpose. And I believe that my purpose is 100% to love encourage and empower people to become the champion leaders that God created them to be and live their champion life. And so this is what this podcast is going to be all about. It's going to be about helping you go next level in your life, in your marriage, in your business. And so one of the things that I believe that I have in my book is I like to share a story that my mentor, you know, share with me or really just a quick quote. And what he told me one day, Kurt, was that, you know what, if you want to impress people, tell them about your successes. But if you want to truly empower people, change their life, tell them about your messes. Be real. Be transparent. Be authentic. So I want you to know one thing, that if you tune into this podcast, if you decide to come on this Champion Life movement with me, I want you to know that I'm always going to be transparent. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be raw. I'm going to be me. I'm going to be who God designed me to be. And I'm going to encourage you to be the same thing. Okay. And so I want to take you back and give you a little bit of backstory before I talk to you about that one day at Subway and how it absolutely changed my life. So 
Who am I? I am Kurt Tucker. All right. I am a husband to Rachel. I am a father to Mariah and Austin and Carson and Carly. They are 26, 23, 17, and 16. I am an entrepreneur. All right. I have owned and operated multiple businesses, mostly in the fitness space. Okay. That is what I enjoy and love to do is helping people, you know, whether it's in their fitness and just continuing to grow and evolve. And that was one of my outlets early on in life. And I'm just somebody who is passionate about, once again, just helping people in general. And so I want to take you back real quick to kind of early on, and I'm sure I will share more of this in later episodes, but growing up, you know, very early, right from the very, you know, bat, the, the hand that I was dealt wasn't always, it wasn't the best hand, right? But one thing that I believe, just to speak on that, is that we all get dealt a hand. And the reality is, is that is your hand. That is the hand that you get to play this game called life with. And, you know, what is really cool about the hand that you get dealt is it is your hand and you get to make the most of it. And the only way that you can lose in the game of life is if you quit. And here's what I mean by that is there's other people that have different hands. All right. But we are only playing the game of life against ourselves. There is no other competition, really. At the end of the day, it's going to boil down to what do you do with the hand that you're dealt. And as long as you never quit, you will win. All right. So anyhow, growing up, grew up in a in you know in a very um, low income home, very broken environment, very dysfunctional. Dad was in jail, in and out of prison early on in life. Mom did her very best, you know, to raise us. But we grew up very poor in a very environment of just a lot of dysfunction, a lot of alcohol, a lot of drugs, a lot of fighting, a lot of not having money and all those different things. And so early on in my life, I got a great lesson of what not to do. Right. And so all that dysfunction, you know, really led me, you know, throughout the early years of my life to just be very rebellious, to be, you know, a person who was just constantly wanting to go, go, go. Today, they would call that ADD, right? Like this kid won't sit down. He won't shut up. He's going, going, going. Right. And so I remember in those early years, the one thing that was a, a, a constant for me was pursuing athletics. Athletics was the one thing that I could go after, that I could pour my heart and soul into, that at the end of the day, I excelled at. And so I share this story because around my junior high you know, time, I was blessed enough to play on a select baseball team early on that people paid for me to pay on, play on that team. Didn't know that early on, but that's what was happening was people were paying for me to be on these teams. The parents would, you know, raise the money or whatever. And there was a baseball coach, one of my coaches who happened to be a pastor. And that pastor, I believe, you know, was just somebody who loved me, encouraged me when I didn't even know what love and encouragement really was. Right. And so Throughout my high school days, you know, one of the things that happened was that, you know, in high school, you know, you you have a lot of freedom, right? Especially when my mom's working second shift from four o'clock to 12 o'clock, there's really not a lot of influence in, you know, in the home, so forth and so on. So I was left to be able to go and just do whatever I wanted to do, right? 
And so what happened was very quickly, I began to get in a lot of trouble, right? Get in a lot of trouble, a lot of drugs, a lot of alcohol, a lot of sex, a lot of all those different things and ended up not graduating high school. That led to then a lot of dysfunction in my life. And I'm going to share more about my marriage in a different episode with my wife, Rachel, that I'm excited for you guys to meet. But what had happened early in our marriage was I like to say we are we were broken, busted, and disgusted. Two people coming together, both from fatherlessness backgrounds. You know, I had prayed for years, you know, or basically had said, even before I even knew what prayer was, you know, that, hey, I would never marry a woman who was older than me, who had been married, or who had kids. And at the ripe young age of 21 is when I met my wife, Rachel. And man, what a blessing, you know, she has been in my life. And once again, I'm excited for you to get to know me, to get Rachel, because one of the things that we are so passionate about is marriage. And how do we help couples navigate marriage and go from where we were at for the first five years of our marriage to where we're at now at year 18, right? And so, Early on in our journey, you know, there was a lot of brokenness. There was a lot of abuse. There was a lot of alcoholism. There was a lot of addiction, sex addiction, many different things that ultimately led us to being completely bankrupt. Yes, as a leader of my home or lack of leadership, you know, I had bankrupted us in every single way. On the verge of a divorce, lost our home, cars, you know, repossessed on food stamps and found myself really completely broken, if you will. And so at this point, we're going to church, you know, I'm trying to get better, I'm trying to learn, I'm trying to grow in my faith, right? You know, I'm trying to become the family man that I'm supposed to be that no one's ever shown me how to be. I'm working on my fitness, meaning my mindset and how to handle emotions so that I'm not turning to different things like drugs and alcohol and things that are no good for us. And so I'm wanting to grow. I'm wanting to get better. And then one day at Subway happens. And here's what I mean is one day I'm sitting in Subway, getting ready to get some lunch on a quick, you know, break between early morning sessions as a trainer in my, in my training business in the evening. And in front of me, there's a gentleman who I knew, but he didn't know me. And what had happened was I had watched this gentleman from afar at the church that we had went to. And I knew that he was a successful businessman. I knew it just looked like, man, this guy's an incredible husband. Both his kids have played college basketball at an Ivy League school. There were so many different things. And I'd heard people talk about this man. He led the recovery service at our church, which is a very large church. And what had happened was he's sitting in front of me at Subway. Now, here I am in a season of my life where in the last year or so, we have lost everything. I'm trying to get this thing called life right. And now I have a decision to make. And one of the things that I want to share with you, friend, is that one act of courage, one act of courage, one just, I'm going to do this. I'm going to feel the fear. I'm going to do it anyway, can absolutely change your life. And so as we're getting ready to go ahead and order our food, right? I can just feel my spirit tugging at me saying, you got to do it now. You got to do it now. And 
What I did was I reached up, I tapped this gentleman on the shoulder. He turned around about two inches taller than me, kind of looked down at me and uh, with a big smile. And I said, hey, listen, you don't know me, but I know you. My name is Kurt Tucker. Nice to meet you. That gentleman's name was a man by the name of Jay Meyer. Jay, thank you so much for blessing my life in so many ways. And so I have a quick question for you, friends, is, you know, who is a person that has came into your life that maybe has just impacted your life in such a significant way that has blessed your life? I want you to think about that person right now. See, sometimes I believe that, you know, we have certain things that happen in life and then we forget about them. And those can be so foundational in our life. And so one of the things that I want to just kind of go deeper into, into detail here is have that courage to take that first step in whatever it is that you're thinking about doing that you want to do. See, this podcast that I'm speaking to you right now, the book that maybe led you to this podcast, or if you haven't checked out my book, The Champion Life Playbook, check it out, right? All those things took courage, right? And so I believe that many times courage is going to be the first thing in your life that's going to get you going on that next level dream. It's going to help you become the champion that God created you to be because fear is what keeps people suppressed. The fear of failure, the fear of man, the fear of what if people don't like me, the fear of what if people don't agree with me, the fear of what if I actually have success, but then I can't maintain it, you know, all those different things. And so many times courage is going to be the first thing that you're going to have to act upon that will absolutely change your life. So here's what happens is this man, I ask him for a simple lunch. Hey, would you go to lunch with me? I would love to pick your brain. See, I had just read a chapter in a book that talked about how important it was, and we're gonna talk about this in some of our segments on this podcast, to get around the right people. You know, that through your associations of getting around the right people, you will begin to start to see your life level up. And at that point, friends, you know, I wasn't hanging around the best crowd. I didn't have that. And so I knew that I needed to get in that situation. I needed to get around people and I had to have the, the courage. That is one of my uh, purposes of this podcast is to be able to bring to you some of the people that I see that are doing life right in the areas of their faith, in their fitness. You know, and I don't just mean fitness like they got great physiques, but I mean they have a champion mindset. Like they are doing life right. They have the right mindset, you know, that they are doing life right as a family person, as a husband, as a, as a wife, as a mom, as a dad, you know, all those different things. And they're doing high level finances, right? Like they are succeeding in life from a business standpoint, from a finance standpoint. And so when I had the opportunity to invite this man, you know, to a lunch, I thought, man, this is going to be a game changer. And so I remember being so excited to go to that first meeting with Jay sitting there, all the questions that I was going to ask him, you know, how I wanted, you know, my life to just completely change, uh, you know, and, and just beginning to start thinking, man, like, I know that I need a mentor. Now, 
He didn't know that I was getting ready to hit him with all that, but that's what I knew I needed. Like, this is what I was reading in these books. This is what I was hearing from other successful people on social media back in 2010 and all those different things. And so that one act of courage, friends, led to a hour lunch, which led to an email that said, hey, listen, I need somebody to coach me. I need help. I had the humility at that point. One of the things that I had studied from other successful people, especially people of faith that said, hey, listen, the moment that you will be willing to put your pride aside and you will be able to be humble and to say, I can't do this by myself. I need help. You will see things begin to change. And so that's exactly what I did is I, I basically said, hey, listen, I need help. I'm willing to do whatever you tell me to do, right? And that led to him beginning to start helping me create a vision for my life, create the right purpose, the right priorities, beginning to put God and family and then business versus for so many years, I was doing things backwards. I was always about what can I do business-wise, business-wise, make money, make money, all these different things. And what I realized is what I needed the most was I needed a clear life vision and then clear priorities so that once I actually set goals, I was making sure that I was doing things in the right way. See, one of the things that I see happen that really hurts my heart, friends, is that when I see a man or woman, for that matter, that gets so focused, so dialed in on growing their business, making money, all those different things, that in the process of doing that, they end up divorced. Their kids don't know who they are. They're unfulfilled, stressed out, no peace. Friends, can I tell you something? That is not fulfillment. <laughs> you know, that is not success. There's a saying that success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. And I knew that that's what I didn't want. I knew that I wanted to do this thing called life the right way. And so through that process of creating that new vision for my life, dreaming big goals, probably goals that at that point in my life, I had no business even dreaming about. The home that I'm in right now was on that. You know, when you begin to start thinking about goals and the vision that you want to have for your life and the things that you want to accomplish, trust me, doubt's going to come in. And that was why I needed, you know, him as a coach, as a mentor to be able to give me the encouragement when I needed it, to give me the accountability that I needed, you know, when I embarked upon this new journey. And that alone right there changed my life forever. And so what I want to talk about is just a couple different things. You know, I know I mentioned courage once, right? You know, or twice or probably three times already, but it was that courage that if I wouldn't have had, you know, the courage to just tap on his shoulder and say, Hey, listen, I need help. I'd be, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. And so one of the things that I found that I had to do very early on in this journey of success, this journey of trying to create what I like to call once again, the champion life where I'm having abundance, I'm having freedom and I'm having victory. I'm winning in every single area of my life is I had to renew my mind. I had to get rid of all the stinking thinking, all the lies that I believed about myself. 
right? So how many times do you deal with that where you think of something that you want to accomplish? You have a goal in mind, right? You know, it's like, hey, I want to take my life to the next level. I want to get in the best shape of my life. I'm tired of living this way in my marriage. I want to make more money. And you get excited about the goal. And then all of a sudden you begin to start having all these doubts, all these fears, all these worries, and then nothing happens right? And so if you're an entrepreneur, I know you've experienced that multiple times, you know? So what I realized was that I had to begin to start renewing my mind on a daily basis. And what that looked like for me was getting in the word of God every single morning, you know, see Romans 12, two says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And I don't know about where you're at right now, friends, but I can just tell you that, man, I wanted to be transformed. I was so sick and tired of living the way that I was living and not, you know, feeling like I was living my purpose, not feeling like I've got an incredible marriage that I actually, you know, am fulfilled in all these different things. Certainly being broke financially, if you've ever been there and maybe you're there right now, you know, that is never a fun thing. But then there's also the side of having a lot of money and not feeling fulfilled as all. And I, I had experienced that as well. And so what I learned was that I need to begin to start renewing my mind and start to change the process of how I go about things, how I think about things. See, one of the things that we'll talk about is that we have over 70,000 thoughts that are circulating, you know, in our head every single day. And many times about 80 to 90% of those 70,000 thoughts are the same thoughts and they're negative. And I didn't realize how important it was going to be for me to create what I like to call a champion mindset that we're going to talk about on another episode. And so the moment that I began to start renewing my mind, I started to believe that these things that I actually wanted to achieve were possible. I begin to start writing down different things, you know, in my journal. Uh, things like, you know what, Kurt, all things are possible to you who believe, right? You know, confidence is something that I struggle with. So I began to write down Jeremiah 17, 7 that says, blessed is Kurt who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. I began to start writing down, you know, other verses where they were empowering me. Because what I realized is that once again, it was my thinking, it was my own belief system and myself that was holding me back from being who God created me to be as a husband, as a father, as a leader. And so I begin to read a vision statement every single day to myself that was reminding me like this is who you are. Okay. Now I may not have been there in the physical at that point. I may not have had those things or been that husband, been that father, been that leader, been that business person making the kind of money that I was saying I was making. But I knew that two things are, you know, things are created twice. First, they're creating in our mind then they become created in the actual physical form. You know, if you take a look at any building that you see today, the car that maybe you're driving in as you're, you're listening to this podcast or watching, you know, uh, you know, anything, you know, the, the, the product, the services that you're buying, the food, the anything, the couch that you're sitting on, 
It was once a thought in somebody's mind. Somebody thought about that, that they wanted to create that. It, it was a vision. And then all of a sudden, the person had to then back that vision with a plan, right? How am I going to create this? How am I going to design this? If you look at the, the largest you know, skyscrapers in the world, once it was just a plot of dirt, right? And somebody dreamed it up. They thought about it. They wrote it down. They were like, this is what this thing is going to look like. It's going to be absolutely incredible. It's going to be beautiful. And they begin to just start drawing it out, writing it out, all these different things. They begin to put their plan into action, right? They probably went to an architect, designed it and all these different things. And then all of a sudden, one day, probably years later, all of a sudden that one thought, that belief, that vision became a reality. And see, friends, that's your life. Developing a champion life is going to start with a vision. It's going to start with you deciding, you know, who you want to be. What's most important to you? What are the things that you want to be? What are the things that you want to do, have? Who do you really, truly want to become? And so for me, 12 years ago, I knew who I wanted to become. I knew I wanted to become a loving and encouraging husband and father and leader. I knew that I wanted to have success financially so that I could support my church, so that I could travel with my family, so that I could live in a nice home, drive a nice car, you know, and do the things that I wanted to do. I knew that I wanted to have more passion and intimacy in my marriage. I wanted to have more peace on a daily basis in my mindset. You know, I knew that I wanted to become the very best version of me that I could be. And without that vision, that would have never happened. And so quickly, I saw results begin to start happening in my life. Different businesses begin to start to develop. Our finances began to grow. My marriage began to get better in so many different ways. More peace, you know, and just at the end of the day, what I said, you know, is I began to start looking in the mirror and actually like the man in the mirror because there was a long season where I didn't like the man in the mirror. Now I've had to train myself, you know, to not just like the man in the mirror, but love the man in the mirror. One of the things that I do almost every single morning is when I walk into the bathroom after waking up, I put my hand on my heart just like this. If you can see this on video and I just look in the mirror and I say, good morning, champion. I love you, Kurt Tucker. And that's the start of my day because I believe that, you know, it is, it is our number one commandment, right? To love God and love our neighbor as we love ourselves. And for the longest time, I didn't love myself. How can you, it's really, really hard to love yourself when you have failed in so many different ways, when you put your, your spouse through the things that I put my spouse through, and you'll hear more about that in more episodes to come. You know, it's hard to love yourself when you failed your family so many times and you've put them through the things that I had put them through. And so I had to begin to start to, to create this new version of myself by renewing my mindset, by realizing that I'm loved, all right, you know, because of grace, not because of I have to be perfect. And so, you know, that's why this podcast, I'm not going to be perfect on this podcast, all right? I don't really care about being 
being perfect. See, you know, what I believe in is progress, not perfection. If we will just be willing to get going, understanding that it's going to be a process, that this life is a journey. All right. I like to, you know, look at life and call it an adventure every day. Like, man, I don't know what today has in store for me, but it is going to be awesome. I am going to have so much fun today, you know, because, hey, why not? So anyhow, I want to end you with this is can I encourage you today, friends, to begin to start thinking about your vision for your life. That is one of the things that I'm going to talk so much about, and I hope you will take this journey with me. I hope that you will tune into this podcast every week as I drop a new episode talking on different topics about how to take your life, how to take your marriage, and how to take your business to the next level. And all I'm going to be on this podcast is authentic. All I'm going to do is share the things that have worked for me. I'm going to share successes, but I'm also going to share failures, right? And because I know that when we do that, just like my good friend Tim Goat says that, hey, listen, if you want to impress people, tell them about your successes. But if you want to empower people, tell them about your messes. So I'm going to share on this podcast and episodes to come, you know, the things that I have failed in my marriage the things that I have helped to have success in my marriage. I'm going to share things that, you know, businesses that have, you know, uh, certain things that have not gone the way that I was hoping they were going to go, and then some successes, right? And I'm also going to bring on some of my closest friends, some people that I look up to, that I get wisdom from on an each day, and have them share with you so that together we can learn. See, I totally believe that, you know, as it says in the good book, that iron sharpens iron, just like one man or woman sharpens another. So when you have the humility to learn from somebody else, that's what we call wisdom, right? By the way, and there's two forms of wisdom. There's the wisdom that we can learn from our own mistakes. And I know I've got a lot of wisdom in that department, but there's also the wisdom from learning from other people's successes and messes, their mistakes, so that we can get better. My wife, you know, is known for saying, that failures should have seminars. Sometimes we can learn from other people's mistakes, you know, just as much or even more as we can learn from their successes, right? So on this podcast, I'm so excited to be able to bring on some people that I know they have a heart to serve, that I know that they are doing life in a high level in so many different areas on what I like to call the core four, right? Your faith, your fitness, your family, and your finances. And all along, they're having fun in this thing called life. So I want to encourage you, you know, stay tuned. Go ahead, subscribe to this podcast. You know, go ahead, uh, you know, just let me know how I can serve you, how I can help you. Engage in this community with me through Facebook, Instagram, as together we go out into this movement, if you will. That's what I look at this is how can we, starting with we, right? Because that's what all leadership is about. All leadership begins with self-leadership. 
That is really, there's two definitions the champion I'll share with you real quick is there is the definition of champion that means that you outclass the competition, right? If you've ever won in sports, you know, you know what it's like to be crowned a champion, right? There's going to be some people that I'm going to have on this podcast in future episodes that they are champions at that level, you know, whether it's in the NFL, whether it's in wrestling, different sports, right? And I'm excited for for those episodes for you. So the first kind of definition of champion is where we have outclassed the competition. We have rose to the top. We have become the very best. And that should be our goal every single day for ourselves is how can we become the very, the very best version of ourselves? But then there's a dual, you know, meaning for champion. And it is to fight on behalf of somebody else, to be a defender of purpose, right? And I believe that once we level ourselves up, once we become the very best version of ourselves, then we need to go out and we need to help other people. We need to help our family be their best, our spouse, our kids, in our businesses, in our churches, all those different things. This is the reason why this podcast exists, friends. This is the whole meaning and purpose behind this is for me to come out and share the things that have that have helped me be so blessed in life to go from broken and busted and disgusted to now living what I call the champion life, right? And so I want to encourage you to come alongside with me. I am here to help you learn and grow and become that champion leader that God God created you to be, and it's going to be an awesome ride. So, hey, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number one, and I will look forward to seeing you on the next one. Have a blessed day. Thank you so much for listening to the Champion Life Podcast. I hope that you learned a thing or two that can help you create the champion life that you desire and that God has for you. Now, before you go, I have one ask. If this episode resonated with you in any way, I want to hear about it. Please shoot me a personal message on Facebook at Kurt Tucker or Instagram at Kurt D. Tucker. Stay tuned for the next episode, my friend. And as always, keep growing and keep going.